Shabbos, everyone. We're about to begin Shir number 80 in the Svarim of Zelik Pliskin. We're in the third Sefer. We had we spoke about the Sefer on kindness, the Sefer on serenity, Menuchas HaNefesh. And we started to learn the Sefer on self-confidence, which will be expanded somewhat. And we're going to bring various sources and based on Zelik Pliskin's Svarim and go beyond that with exact examples and exercises um, because this is a true key to Menuchas HaNefesh and to serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu with Simcha. The first thing we need to know that self-confidence is a lot in your mind. It's created and stored in your mind. And what is wonderful is, is that your mind is always with you day and night, wherever you go, and you could develop that self-confidence in your mind and that could change your life. Every moment is an opportunity for this. Everyone has moments of self-confidence, some more than others, but there are memories in the brain, in every person's brain, of self-confidence of the past that could help access it for now. This is with every person that's alive. Every positive experience of self-confidence is recorded in your brain things that you experienced before, even if you're not the most confident person in the world. You had those feelings before, and it's stored. Whether you remember them or not right now, the memories are there, and you can access them. And it's similar to the idea of in the beginning of life when a child, a, a toddler, is not yet able to work, walk or not able to talk yet. And when we're at the age of learning to talk and walk, we don't evaluate our ability. We don't say, can I walk, can I not walk? And that would limit us. The child just learns in the present as they're learning, and they walk. So we also have to be careful not to limit ourselves, where we say, oh, I'm, I was never confident, I, was never, I never had self-confidence, never had self-esteem, it's not going to happen. Don't think that way. That holds us back, and it's not true. And, you know, if you didn't begin talking at the same age as other toddlers, or didn't say, verbalize your first words correctly, we don't say, I'm not, okay, I'm not a walker, I'm not a speaker. No, we don't limit ourselves. As we grow, whenever each person, according to their level, Hashem decides, they start walking and they start talking. So your mother may say, oh, you didn't walk till you were this age versus that age a couple months earlier, a couple months later. But ultimately you walked and ultimately you talked. Same thing with self-confidence and many skills that we gain. We're confident about those skills that we know we can do. So it also is partially an attitude. It's an attitude made up of thoughts of self-confidence and positive feelings that go along with it. And lack of confidence is also an attitude made up of thoughts and of feelings, self-created. Though people will say, and it's understandable, that um, my self-worth is a lot based on my authority figures who could or should have said something better and they drag me down. But we have the ability, as adults, not to pay attention to those those statements from these quote-unquote authority figures and to grow, and to build our self-worth and our self-confidence and our self-esteem. Because lack of self-confidence is created by counterproductive patterns in thinking. 
It's not based on objective reality. But a person thinks it's true. The negative feelings that go with it, though, the feelings are real. But the thoughts are not based on reality. When you realize this, you open up the Pesach of self-confidence. Now, we're going to talk later, because I know right away when people hear this, they say, but I know I'm inferior, because I did this bad thing and that bad thing, and I have this weakness and that weakness. We will, Be'ezus Hashem, address that coming up soon. But the bottom line is you have to recognize these premises. That you have memories of self-confidence. Your neshama itself is self-confident, whether you actually experienced it or not. It's a chelik alikami mal mamash. It's pure. It's pure. And it is confident. It's connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, And you have to tap into that. And when you tap into that, you will see how that self-esteem and self-confidence grows and grows. This is the opposite of gaiva, like we discussed in the introduction. It is not gaiva. It's the opposite. True anova is having healthy self-esteem and self-confidence. Moshe Rabbeinu had a huge amount of self-confidence and self-esteem. And he was the anov shebikol adam. He knew that all his gifts came from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He had humility to know or to believe that others would given his kaiches, they may have done better. At least that, that's how they describe what the Anova is by Moshe. But he knew very well what he was capable of doing. And he had that confidence coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu to do what he was told to do and what he needed to do in the best possible way. You have to talk it into yourself. I own... I'm the owner of a tremendous amount of self-confidence. I will keep gaining a stronger and greater awareness of how easy it is for me to think and speak and feel and act with self-confidence. He brings an anecdote that uh, someone told Rev Pliskin, you know, I, I, I wasn't, I wish I wasn't so insecure. It's so strong, it's so deep, I, I can't overcome that insecurity. And so he told him, it's great that you're acknowledging it. That's the first step. But the key really is, I want to share with you now what I consider the most important ideas about self-confidence. So he said that, and honestly, when I started teaching many years ago, I was not self-confident as I am now. And I focused on that subject for a very long time. And what made a major difference in my life is the awareness that self-confidence is an attitude that everyone has the ability to master. It's based entirely on what's going on through your mind right now. We have streams of thoughts from when we wake up in the morning until we fall asleep at night. We have a brain that carries us all the time. As long as we are alive, we can hear ourselves thinking. And people who habitually think thoughts of gratitude and appreciation will create a happier life for themselves. And unfortunately, many people instead, as a habit, focus on what went wrong in the past, what might go wrong in the future, and what they don't like about the present, and they're the masters of mental misery. You see here a Yesoid, by the way, that Hakaras Atoiv is a tremendous help towards gaining self-confidence. Seems unrelated, but it's very much related, as we will explain. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the potential. We have to be maimen in that potential to be able to be mayach shalat al 
to control over our minds. Now, total control is unrealistic, and we're supposed to use our emotions too. But that doesn't mean that we don't have a, 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 the ability to make a lot of better choices about the thoughts that go through my mind and what we dwell on and choose to dwell on the positive, the good, the taif, to remember the times that you were self-confident in the past. And if you have trouble with that, at least imagine having self-confidence in the future, to speak that way often, change your mode of thinking, of walking, of talking, to have confidence in yourself and the abilities that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving you right at this very moment. There's a tremendous quote that Mark Twain said, is known to have said. He said a lot of good quotes. One of them is that a man cannot be, un, cannot be, comfortable, without, cannot be comfortable without his own approval. A man cannot be comfortable without his own approval. And you think of self-love. We love ourselves. And it's impossible to be happy if we're not happy with ourselves. Being sameach bechelkeinu. We need to un- uh, love ourselves unconditionally. Now again, I don't mean like the secular words when they say love unconditionally. And the secular mode of unconditional is to love without any value system whatsoever. You know, you love a rapist, a murderer, a terrorist, unconditionally. It doesn't mean that. But what it does mean in loving unconditionally is loving that inner spark of the soul that's in the person that is not affected by the negative layers that are buried on top of it. The Baal Shem Tov talked about this a lot when he discussed Ahavas Yisrael where you have something that's be'etzem, a diamond, and pure, you throw as much garbage, tons of garbage on top of it, the diamond remains a diamond. And another marshal he said about it, the, every Jew is pure water. Sometimes you, all you need to do is dig a little bit underneath the surface and the fresh, pure water comes out. And then there are others where it requires work. You have to dig deeper and deeper and deeper because there's a lot of layers of earth there and of dirt there but ultimately you'll get to the point where you reach the water and the water shoots out that fresh warm invigorating or cold invigorating spring water life-giving water and that's what we mean when we say love unconditionally it's not to not acknowledge the negativity it's sort of like Robert Mayer that his wife told him when he wanted to daven when these people were causing him pain that they should die and and uh, Rameya's wife said, no. Let the sins go away. Let them do tshuva. Love them and let them do tshuva. That's what we mean by unconditional. There's a part of you that I love you unconditionally. That usually gives the spark so that when they will help them return and become better. But the bottom, idea, bottom line of all this is, is that we're able to meet new situations with confidence, with enthusiasm. And we could think of living a life of self-confidence and of growth and resiliency as living life in a change mode. We all need to be in that change mode. What does that mean? That means no matter how you felt till this moment, you need to embrace the idea of growth and change. It is not easy. We all want to stay in our comfort zone. 
Many of us, our comfort zone is staying in bed rolled up. We don't even get out of bed in the morning. But we need to embrace getting out of our comfort zone, little by little, embracing growth and change, to feel free to be our, ourselves, our true selves, which means it's okay when we make mistakes. It's okay and we can learn from setbacks rather than being defined by them. That's why we have a Yom Kippur every year. That's why Ein Adam There's no one that doesn't sin. Tshuva is part of it. Now, of course, a person shouldn't say, let me mess up like a tchilas so that I could do tshuva. We understand that. But the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu designed the concept of tshuva, of returning, of correcting, means that part of being a human being and part of being an Erlich Yid is you're going to make mistakes and you're going to have bumps in the road. And Hashem says, that's okay. Come back to me. You fall, you'll get up. You have setbacks. You are not defined by those setbacks. You grow and you change. Some people are afraid to grow because they're afraid they'll fall. They're afraid to climb up that ladder because they may fall. They can't be afraid. And even if they stumble, they move back up. Don't be afraid and move up. And you learned over time that the world has hurt you. The world is not a safe place for many. It's not a validating place. And that fear and distrust goes well, well, well into, into adulthood by not trusting anybody, by not trusting people. But you trust HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So here is where it is. You say to yourself going forward from this moment forward, I live present focused. I'm mindful with non-judgmental awareness rather than focusing on ruminating and, 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 and agonizing over past or over anxieties about the future. And you determine and you make up your mind, I have self, good self-care habits and I'll make my health of my mind and my body and my neshama a priority going forward. And it's hard. In the beginning, it's hard. This is why if someone is not eating healthy and this idea of saying to yourself, I love myself, I know it's hard, but I'm going to start taking those baby, baby steps doesn't mean that you don't do anything. You have baby steps, you'll get to your destination, but you have to start. Some people leap too much and then they fall. The Garis, the Evan Schleim and the Gra talks about it, that when you want to fix a Mida, you jump too high, you'll fall too low very quickly. You have to do it, generally speaking, in Yiddishkeit, generally speaking, step by step. So you don't jump and all of a sudden say, I got to go on a diet, I'll starve myself and not touch anything and, and, and be in perfect behavior with that from one second to the next. But you start, you take those real steps, could be baby steps, but real, real steps to take care of your health and start eating healthy, drinking healthy, cup less soda, uh, 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 serving less chillant, or whatever the case may be, talking about the health, and in mind and in the shama also. You're davening, and your davening is barely 10 minutes and filling on, off, and you want to fix that. That self-care habit builds self-esteem. I'm going to daven like a mensch. And it's very hard to jump from one minute to the next, but you take baby steps. I can't daven the whole davening with Kavana. I'm going to pick a piece of Hoidu or Mizmer, Shir Chanukah Sabayis Ledavid. That capital, I'm going to say with Kavana, with the English translation, the Yiddish translation, I'm going to start now. These baby step self-care habits for your body, for your soul, breeds and motivates you and strengthens your self-esteem exercises.
You say to yourself, I will be free to express myself with confidence and honesty going forward, without worrying about disapproval or criticism of others. And I am resilient and positive, and I love myself and I love my life. You have to do that self-talk. It's very, very important to do that. It's something, of course, that you daven Takadish Baruch Hu as well. You daven Takadish Baruch Hu. You're worried, the Yetzirah is telling you that self-confidence will lead to gaiva, you'll become arrogant, and so on and so forth. You daven Takadish Baruch Hu and say, whatever healthy self-esteem is, whatever healthy self-confidence is, help me have it. Help me not fall into gaiva, but help me have the correct, true feeling of loving myself. Oh, then the Yetzirah says, you're worried, you feel too good about yourself, you'll be complacent. Then you'll do less mitzvahs, or you won't be as meticulous, or you'll fall from your madrega. No. Help me have the healthy self-esteem that the, feeling good about myself will not make me fall on madrega. It'll help me motivate to go further and higher in a positive way. That's the only way to grow. To do it in a positive way with accepting yourself at the same time moving forward. And the key really is you don't have to wait for a new year. You don't have to wait till Rosh Hashanah. We always say it's a good time to start Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Chodesh, a beginning of a week, or Erev Shabbos going into Shabbos. All this is good. But the truth is you don't have to wait for the new year to make a fresh start. You commit to starting each day this year with a new positive intention. Today I will choose that attitude of hakoras hatoiv, of being, gra- of being grateful. You're grateful for HaKadosh Baruch Hu for your gifts and you express it to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and, and, and you'll see how you feel good of being a nivra of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he bestows on you gifts because he feels you are worthy. Now you could say, I am not worthy. It's all a matnas chinam. That's true. That's a humbleness. That's a humility. But that humility is not a lack of self-esteem. It's saying I'm humble by realizing it, that Hashem is gracing me not because of my own things, but he sees something important in me. Otherwise, I wouldn't be born. He made me a yid. Otherwise, you know, then, then he deems me important. He deems me valuable, which means I have a tafkid in this world. I need to accomplish things. I'm a son or a daughter of the Melech Malchi Amlochem HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that moves you forward. The Kaddish Baruch hope Metz Hashem, help us that we get this message and lead a life of simcha, of self-confidence, in a healthy way, and to give us ultimately the menuchas nefesh that we need and the simcha that we need in order to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the most beautiful possible way. Have a wonderful Shabbos.